Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. J-Bone here, and I've got everything you need to know before you watch the 2023 Formula One Sao Paulo Grand Prix that takes place at Interlagos, which is the best circuit in Formula One. Don't at me. Also, hope you had a happy Halloween, but only if you went as J-Bone for Halloween because I'm self-absorbed. J-Bone! The Sao Paulo Grand Prix weekend is an F1 sprint weekend for the third season in a row. And fun fact, it's actually the only Grand Prix to have featured the sprint weekend format every year of F1 Sprint's three-year existence. I would call Interlagos the home of F1 Sprint, but that sounds too much like an insult, and I would never, in a million years, insult Interlagos, so I will not be calling it that. The Sao Paulo Grand Prix begins on Friday, November 3rd, with FP1 and Grand Prix qualifying. FP1 is the weekend's only practice session and takes place at 9.30 a.m. Central Time, which is 2.30 p.m. UTC, and Grand Prix qualifying takes place at 1 p.m. Central Time, which is 6 p.m. UTC. The Sprint Shootout, which is the qualifying session for the Sprint Race and the Sprint Race itself, are both on Saturday, November 4th, with the sprint shootout taking place at 9 a.m. Central Time, which is 2 p.m. UTC, and the sprint race taking place at 1.30 p.m. Central Time, which is 6.30 p.m. UTC, and the Sao Paulo Grand Prix is on Sunday, November 5th, at 11 a.m. Central Time, which is 4 p.m. UTC. Pretty sure I got that right. The Formula One Sao Paulo Grand Prix, formerly known as the Brazilian Grand Prix, takes place in Brazil in Sao Paulo, and it takes place in the Interlagos neighborhood of Sao Paulo. This neighborhood is called Interlagos because it is between Inter two lakes. Lagos. This has been Name Origins with Jebom. While Interlagos is thought of as the iconic Brazilian F1 circuit, it is not the only circuit that's ever hosted a Brazilian Formula One race. The Brazilian Grand Prix was held in Rio de Janeiro rather than Sao Paulo 10 times, which was across the 70s and 80s, and it was at a circuit known as Jacare Pagua. Sadly, though, this historic racetrack was demolished in 2012 so that the Brazilian government could use the site to construct a bunch of sporting facilities that were needed in order for Rio de Janeiro to host the 2016 Summer Olympics. And definitely not worth it in the end because now all of those facilities that were the reason why the circuit got destroyed are falling apart. Sad. Back to Interlagos, or should I even call it Interlagos? Because that is not its real name, okay? Shocking, I know. Interlagos' real name is Autodromo José Carlos Pache, often referred to as just Carlos Pache, Jose Carlos Pache was a Brazilian race car driver from Sao Paulo who competed in 73 Formula One Grand Prix from 1972 to 1977. His career highlights include six podiums and one victory at none other than his home Grand Prix held at Interlagos in 1975. If you're only going to get one victory in your career, your home Grand Prix is the one that you want to get, although Esteban Ocon would probably lie to you and say that it's the Hungarian Grand Prix to make himself feel better. Tragically. Pache was killed in a plane crash outside Sao Paulo in 1977, and Interlagos, the site of his lone victory, was renamed in his honor in 1985. And if you now feel bad that we all call it Interlagos instead of Autodromo José Carlos Pache, join the club. Now back to my controversial take from earlier. 
Brazil's Interlagos is the best circuit in all of Formula One, and it's not even close. In my opinion, a great F1 circuit needs to have three things, all of which Interlagos has. First, Interlagos has numerous great overtaking opportunities. This one seems obvious. More overtaking opportunities equals more excitement. Despite being a short lap, Interlagos has two solid overtaking opportunities at the ends of its two DRS straights, and because it's a very short lap, the Grand Prix race distance consists of 71 laps at Interlagos, which means each driver has plenty of chances to take advantage of those two solid overtaking opportunities. Need an example of how overtake-friendly Interlagos is? Lewis Hamilton made up an absurd 15 positions in just 24 laps in the 2021 sprint race held at Interlagos. That's a lot. Second, Interlagos has a lot of elevation change, the third most on the entire F1 calendar, in fact. Aside from making races more beautiful to watch visually, elevation change makes F1 circuits more interesting because it makes them more challenging for drivers by drastically impacting braking points and the feel of the car via suspension compression, and just in general, you're like driving up and down like you're on a roller coaster or something. And it's also more challenging for teams because they have to make sure that they get their cars set up just right to avoid things like bottoming out and then having to manage the car like Red Bull in Belgium this year or like Mercedes and Ferrari didn't do at Coda this year. In third, Interlagos has highly variable weather conditions. Rain can come out of nowhere at Interlagos, which, when paired with Interlagos' elevation change, can cause peak F1 chaos, like how it put Kevin Magnussen on pole there last year in a Haas to make Haas delusion syndrome sufferers around the world think that they were right all along, which they are not, and never have been, and never will be. When you put those three things together, it makes Interlagos Formula One's best circuit, and I always cannot wait to watch F1 go racing there. By the way, let's check in with my producer and brother, Producer Jeff, who's currently on the Formula Bone pit wall at the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Producer Jeff, radio check. Hey, J-Bone, I'm in Interlagos. You're looking the wrong way. Hey, J-Bone, I'm in Interlagos right now. I could not get my Halloween costume off. Uh, I was a pig. Also, by the way, if you're planning to attend the Las Vegas Grand Prix later this month or any F1 race ever, you need to make sure you have some great motorsport merch to wear to that race. Check out the Formula Bone shop now for the best F1-inspired merch you can buy that I guarantee will be delivered to you in time for Vegas if you order by the end of this week or your money back. Money back guarantee. My merch ships globally, comes in a ton of different sizes, colors, and designs, and it's just amazing. I promise there's something for you there, so go check it out now. A link to the Formula Bone shop is in the description. Jevon! Buy the merch. Come on, do it. Do it now. Buy the merch. For tire compounds at the 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix, Pirelli have opted for the neutral compound range, C2 hards, C3 mediums, and C4 softs. Pirelli Motorsport Director Mario Isola had this to say about their choice. Interlagos has a bit of everything, featuring low as well as medium speed corners, and the car is running quite a high level of downforce. The forces acting on the tires are reasonably balanced between lateral and longitudinal. The asphalt itself is a high level of roughness, typical of permanent tracks with a long history behind them. Degradation is mainly thermal, so the C2, C3, and C4 compounds have been chosen. A two-stopper is the most likely strategy, while a one-stopper would require plenty of tire management affecting race pace. The safety car is often featured during the Grand Prix, introducing another key variable, and we've also seen that weather conditions can vary rapidly and widely at this time of year as well. Interlagos will additionally host the final sprint round of the season, 
giving the teams and drivers another chance to assess tire behavior over long runs. Next up, here's why you should still care about and watch this weekend's Formula One Sao Paulo Grand Prix, even though Max Verstappen and Red Bull have already won the World Drivers and Constructors Championships. First, F1 Sprint Weekends get a lot of hate, but Brazil Sprint Weekends always deliver. Okay, always. In 2021, at the first ever Brazil Sprint, Lewis Hamilton had one of the most iconic race weekends in modern F1 history and what he calls his best race ever when he went from being disqualified from qualifying on Friday to winning the Grand Prix on Sunday by over 10 seconds. Then, last season, you had Kevin Magnussen finish on pole after a rainy Friday qualifying session that made me more proud to be an American than I've ever been in my entire life. Okay, if history repeats itself, some amazing story will come out of this Brazil Sprint Weekend too. so get ready. Second, you should still care about and watch the Sao Paulo Grand Prix because P2 in the World Drivers Championship is very much up for grabs right now. Because it's a sprint weekend, Lewis Hamilton in P3 right now could outscore Checo Perez in P2 by up to 34 points in Brazil. And with the current gap between them being just 20 points, that means there's a very real chance that Lewis Hamilton leaves Brazil ahead of Checo in the World Drivers' Championship standings. Third, and speaking of Lewis, you should still care about and watch the Sao Paulo Grand Prix because it's Lewis Hamilton's second home race. Yes, Lewis is so unbelievably loved in Brazil that this counts as a second home race for him. They freaking love him there, okay? Side note, I've always thought it was kind of weird how much they absolutely love him there, considering he's the guy who prevented Brazil's Felipe Massa from becoming World Drivers' Champion in 2008. Just kidding. We all know that was Bernie Eccleston. If you know, you know. Lewis is in amazing form right now, and he and his car look solid enough to maybe, 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 snag a home race win, which will be absolute scenes. And finally, you should still care about and watch the Sao Paulo Grand Prix because Interlagos is the best circuit in all of Formula One. There's something about watching Formula One cars go full speed down the pit straight and then shoot downhill via the Senna S. It's, that's just spiritual in nature. I don't know. It's amazing, okay? Must be experienced to be understood, so make sure you watch the race. Next up, the F1 world is impatiently awaiting the dropping of some bombshell news. As I reported on in my Mexico City Grand Prix recap, there are a zillion rumors right now that are floating around about Checo Perez, Fernando Alonso, and Aston Martin due to some cryptic tweets from F1 insider Albert Fabrega, and we are still yet to receive any clarification from anyone here. Okay, we're all in the dark. It's kind of crazy. So either there is some massive bombshell news coming, such as Fernando Alonso retiring, Checo retiring, Alonso and Checo swapping seats, Lance Stroll's dad exiting Formula One and maybe taking him with him, or something else entirely, okay? Either all that maybe is happening or this is just all hogwash. My Sao Paulo Grand Prix preview is sponsored by Bird Dogs, who make the best shorts and pants you will ever try on. And I promise I am not just saying that because they're paying me to, which they are, but that's not the only reason I'm saying it. Okay, I love these things. Look at this. I got I got this pair, joggers. I got oh I got another pair of joggers here. Look at these things, they're amazing. Wow. Ooh, shorts too. I really like the shorts. Shorts are great. I literally wear bird dogs at least four days per week because they look great. They feel even better because I can do literally anything in them. I can chill. I can bike. I can golf. I can work out. I can go on a road trip. I can go dance. I can go compete in the Sao Paulo Grand Prix if they'd let me and they aren't letting me yet. Maybe they will in the future. 
and so much more. My favorite thing about fur dogs is that they come with a built-in underwear situation, okay? You've probably never seen this before. High-tech stuff here. Built-in underwear into the shorts, into the pants, into the joggers. So when you want to get dressed quickly, you just put on your bird dogs and boom, you're good to go. You need to be wearing bird dogs and I got you covered with a special deal. Go to birddogs.com bone or enter promo code bone on birddogs.com for this free white tech hat with your order. Not this one. This is mine. You can't have it. But it's one just like it. Not as good as mine, but it's still pretty good. It's an awesome hat. It's made out of this lightweight tech material that feels great and it's perfect for sports going on the boat doing whatever the heck you want, okay? I don't know what you want to do, but whatever you want to do, this is good for it, okay? That's birddogs.com slash bone. Enter promo code bone to get this free white tech hat with your order of the best shorts and pants on planet Earth. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, I promise you. Now the moment you've all been waiting for, here are my three bona fide race predictions for the 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix that I'm about to go three for three on. My first race prediction is that Lewis Hamilton will win the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Crazy, I know, but I'm saying it. Mercedes have been on a solid development path to end the season, and Lewis is also in impeccable form right now, having finished P2 at the last two Grand Prix, if you don't believe in disqualifications like I don't. Also, Mercedes have won the last two F1 races held at Interlagos, even though a Red Bull driver has won the last two seasons' drivers' championships, suggesting Mercedes may have a better handle of the circuit and or a more Interlagos-suited car concept than Red Bull does. And also, also, we saw with Lewis's fastest lap in Mexico City that Mercedes very well may have some extra pace in hand that they're saving for just the right moment. And with this essentially being a home race for Lewis since he's so loved in Brazil, this very well may be that moment. My second race prediction is that McLaren will be back on the podium after missing out on it in Mexico City. Lando was absolutely flying in Mexico City, so his lack of podium there was a qualifying issue rather than a race pace issue, and Interlagos should suit the McLaren car well with all its high-speed corners. So, McLaren, you're getting back in the podium, at least according to j -Mo. My third race prediction is that Nico Hulkenberg will finish in the points at the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Fun fact, Nico Hulkenberg took pole at Interlagos in his rookie season back in 2010, gosh, he's old, and he's finished in the points seven of the nine times that he's raced at Interlagos. So I love Nico to channel that past success into some present day points at his first return to Interlagos since 2019. And yes, I do have Haas-Delusion Syndrome, thanks for asking. If you too have Haas-Delusion Syndrome, let me know in the comments. Finally today, here are my predictions for the top five finishers in the 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix with zero reasoning nor explanation. P5, Carlos Sainz. P4, George Russell. P3, Lando Norris. P2, Max Verstappen. P1, Lewis Hamilton. Subscribe now so that I can see you back here after the Sao Paulo Grand Prix for my Sao Paulo Grand Prix recap, where we'll digest all the insanity that occurs at this race weekend together. Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters and YouTube channel members at Rated Bookie, Glow, and Green Ghost. If you want your name shouted out in all my videos, along with a bunch of other awesome perks, hit up the Patreon and or YouTube channel member links in the description of this episode. And remember, merch by the merch by the merch. Until next time, folks, j Jay Bond!